0: How we're gonna start the welfare check? Hey, with the welfare check. <laughs> how are we gonna start it all? Check check.
1: Check check. <laughs> back to the same thing. What we were saying last week was like Guess who's back. Back, <laughs> back, back, back again. <laughs> uh how how has your how has your day been? My day my day's been good actually.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, today was really good. We I think, Went I by like pretty quick.
1: Fridays are always good though. Yeah. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty low bar. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, pretty excited waking up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when you got a, a Friday recording with, with one of your best mates.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, sick. I like it. Cool. I like it. I, I had an awesome start to the day. I, I um actually with our last episode uh, guest Luke Anthony, we went for a run mm-hmm. and then a swim at the beach, and um, yeah, that was good good to get around and took the dog so she was cooked for the day i didn't know it'd take her to work today <laughs> she, <laughs> and, I, and i got home and she hadn't chewed anything which was good as well so when i came
0: over she was running a up
1: yeah <laughs> yeah she'd like she'd built up her stamina again she was ready to go so yeah. i think and that was after a walk but yeah anyway um now i have a recommendation for you Corey. Mm-hmm. we spoke about this and it's started to take over my life mm-hmm. like a lot of things do when i get obsessed with it but Queen's Gambit mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, it's a TV show based in the 50s and 60s and um, it pretty much follows the life of an orphan chess prodigy. Um, her name's Elizabeth Harmon or Beth Harmon in the show. And um, during her quest to become an elite chess player, she's struggling with like emotional problems, alcohol, drugs, all that sort of stuff. And not to spoil too much for you, but I'll put it this way that I went out when I finished the last episode, there's seven, seven episodes in it and um, I went out and bought a chess set <laughs> <laughs> and literally every night since, Amy and I have been playing before bed and it's awesome and I've been getting around it. So yeah, go watch that and then go buy yourself yeah. chess set. <laughs> Mate, I, was,
0: I, I was a bit scared of Amy on Monday night, her yeah. and Dylan going at each other.
1: Super competitive, hey?
0: Super. I yeah. was just like
1: it's just and the, <laughs> yeah the way she explains it she's like i'm always competitive at things that i'm shit at and i'm like i was like you just beat me so what's that make me <laughs> but yeah. it was good when dylan was like he's like checkmate yeah. and he's like, checkmate and he's like oh, oh no 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 <laughs> yeah it's so easy to fall into something because you get so excited and you're like oh yeah i've lined this up like big brain moves like watching watching it all move around the <laughs> around the on um, board and then yeah they just break all your hopes and dreams and that but mm. oh shit there we go. Cool. Recommendation for the week. Easy. Get amongst it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this episode, who we got on?
0: Uh we have a good friend on, uh, Jake Gould, so he's one of our very long friends. Um so yeah. <laughs> <We'll cut
1: that. laughs> I think if you don't know him by Jake Gould, he's got plenty of other aliases. One <laughs> one being Jimmy Gould. And um I think those boots might be a little bit hung up <laughs> <in> these <laughs> days, but um yeah it's been it's been really good one of these uh opportunities with this podcast is to get around their mates have a chat and um yeah see what they're up to and uh yeah so hope you enjoy and once again rate and subscribe jump on spotify apple Podcasts, all the rest of it and uh yeah let's get into it Blakey Gould, how are you, mate?
2: Blakey, Corey, good. good. Feeling <laughs> a- good.
1: How was that intro? Just sitting and
2: watching. The- us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't know if I was meant to talk or not. Man. <laughs> but um, you'll I hear did. a third laugh. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah. The start. yeah, I was trying to stay away from the mic in that moment, but um, yeah, surprised I was. So, are you buying a chessboard or what? <laughs> honestly, um, I watched that uh, probably a year ago when it first came out, and same yeah. thing, got addicted, thought I was gonna buy a chessboard and all that. And the only reason I stopped is because your brother was heavily into it and was going to buy a chessboard and I was like we can't stop this <laughs> not now
1: yeah you two have always been very competitive like to the point where I've sat back and been like I feel like I should be like being his biological brother yeah. <laughs> I was like I feel like I should but then I guess just the enjoyment of watching you guys butt heads and stuff like it's it's the clearest example of like brothers outside of a family like you guys you almost like hate each other the most <laughs> anyone,
2: <laughs> but you love each other the most as well yeah the guy gives me the x to be honest like half <laughs> <after laughs> the time i don't, like i love him but i forget that i love him so much like, yeah i'm that competitive with him nine times out of ten but i'm like i gotta like pull it back in like, now this is actually yeah. this is my best friend <laughs> <laughs> but um no it's all.
1: i um i cracked up to your snapchat the other day and, and so reese has got a um little son now and <laughs> I got a Snapchat from Jake and it's like, you're so cute, but I hate, uh, sorry, you're so cute and I hate the fact
2: that I'm going to have to fight you when you're <laughs> <all> older. <done. laughs> yeah, when you're fully grown, I'm going to have to fight you. Just yeah.
1: establish some dominance on the Ashby family.
2: Honestly, it break, it does break my heart. He's adorable <laughs> yeah. right now, but I just know what he's going to grow into. <laughs> it's just going to
0: continue the Gould and Ashby rivalry. Yeah, it's, big time. It's
1: kind of like it's awesome the fact because like lockie and i being the same age and then you and reese being the same age and, and sort of growing through school and all that sort yeah. of stuff and yeah it was i always remember like when we were in grade six and seven you'd like be rock up to a sports carnival with your blonde tips <laughs> and your, <in> your bmx <laughs> you look in the but, back
2: corner by no and out yeah. <laughs> back on the back fence watching arms
1: crossed just watching the Pretending boys i think they don't care who wins <laughs> <not> really <Yeah. laughs> getting pretty competitive <laughs> Yeah, bump and shoulders, yeah. How'd that eight hundred meters go for you, Lockie? <laughs> oh, remember when Lockie almost broke your neck? Oh, yeah, I, I do. That's that's a strong point for the um the girls. They, they definitely have the um upper hand when it comes to boxing. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs>
2: until you learn how to choke everybody out. Yeah, <laughs> they me on the beach that day.
1: <laughs> I feel like I feel like wrestling on on the sands is just a lose lose though. Like it never works out for yeah. anybody. Like. Even if, you, even if you're in a good position, you're still getting sand flicked in on your eyes. And
2: Well, the position I was in was you had my back, I was turning blue and just mouthful of sand. So there, was, <laughs> there was no, none of that was a win. Oh, I love it. What was it? That was boxing day party or something. Yeah, typical yeah. race again. He's like, oh yeah, you go go low, I'll go high. We'll take him <laughs> out. I jump in there and straight away just stops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, Leads me to do it. Yeah,
1: he loves to spur people on. I think that's some of the best stories. They're like, the uh news article um one of our one of our teachers at school sent it to our parents one day and they're like you wouldn't believe who's on the
2: cover and that was what was that for the uh the tram the light rail man race uh left cocktails (laughs) uh, (laughs) would have been like 4 a.m 3 a.m or something to get we had an alarm set on our phone to be the yeah. first people to ride the light rail. Yeah. And we got on it and the first person we walked into was a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> we just sat there spinning, um, spinning some lies. I think we went on oh, to James Gold and Randall Adams. Yeah. And We said that we built it and it was just a proud moment for us to be there. Being a
1: part of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Obviously, a few drinks in, but telling him that we woke up uh, from home, drove in just to ride it.
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> Surely we get a little snippet of... The newspaper on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Each we gets. should
1: have like the infamous <laughs> shot, like Rogan's got all those, um, the like the jail cell one. What are they called? The, the that's the mug shots. Yeah, mug yeah, shots. yeah. We need we need the the wall <laughs> <of> fame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back in the cocktails days. That <laughs>
1: <laughs> that place has been around for like donkey's yeah. years. Ta- like, because I remember. So we've all worked in the nightclub industry, and actually, like, I was in love. Uh, love nightlife down in broad beach and we worked out that we had the same bear suit that used to go around so oh what you know the one that you yeah, be in club yeah. live yeah so club live was shut before i turned 18 i believe but yeah that that bear suit rocked up somehow and then like three years later after reese had been in it like yeah. i was wearing the same suit and i don't think to be washed inside. <laughs> 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 yeah it's um to be honest i'm really grateful for the fact that like i did the time in the nightclub work because it's like i guess not so much for the hospitality industry but to like i was 17 when i first started so i feel like i saved a lot of money and probably mm. a lot of headaches on the sunday mornings and stuff good memories yeah, yeah yeah and like yeah it was it was a pretty cool job but yeah definitely didn't want to stick around too long in it yeah.
0: <laughs> that's where i've gone wrong what's that i wasn't in the nightclub scene <laughs> when i was 17 kind of experience now now i'm making up for it yeah <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. awesome.
2: Well, so, yeah. Cocktails ended up being like year 13 for Helensville High students. Yeah. <laughs> every, up. every grade went through that stage. You graduate and then everyone meets up again then once you're 18. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous little place. Well,
1: on, on the topic of Helensville High, do you want to give us a little rundown of yourself? Where'd you grow up?
2: Uh, grew up in <laughs> Helensville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, primary and high school, so I did all my schooling there. Yeah. Um, with pretty much most of my friend group that I have today still from
1: when you say schooling is it loosely using the word uh, i got looser as
2: each year went by <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh subjects were dropping off pretty quick yeah um year, I, I remember year 11 i went to trade school and um left all my friends for a while mm-hmm. and i thought I'll, i thought that was going to be it i wouldn't go back to school i'll just do a trade and then you got a little taste of the real world like, <laughs> i hate it uh, i forgot how good school was and went back there to year 12 um essentially just to go to school is with my friends yeah
0: still so, bit it's actually wild to think when you look back at school it's like you were there for six hours a day two lunch breaks yeah with your mates and then you look back and you're like oh, I hated it so much mm. and now you're just like oh,
1: to be honest that be- yeah I think having you you and Reese was so beneficial to us because like oh like locking I at least but you guys, like, the minute you left, you, like, enjoy every second of it. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> like, those two years. That you yeah, had. 11 and 12, like, I remember, uh, like, fortunately being kind of mindful of the fact that this is going to finish up soon enough, and, like, it. I think it made me enjoy
2: it more. Yeah, because I remember telling you boys that. I remember leaving school, and for that first year when I was doing my apprenticeship, I kind of felt like I was just... On extended school holidays, mm. and I was going to go back. It yeah. took me about a year and a half to realize I wasn't going back to school. Like yeah. that was like over. It was it's a weird feeling. Do
1: you yeah. do you feel as though it was like yesterday as well? Because like when oh, you yeah. realize, like I think Corey and I graduated in two thousand fifteen, mm. yeah, and that's already like seven seven years. Yeah,
2: that's wild. Crazy. Yeah, so I'll be coming up to my ten year next year. Do they have like a reunion or anything? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Odd. Oh, I'd go, I'd catch up with people from school for sure. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd go to, like, the forced 10-year thing. Um, <laughs> They'd be like, are you that guy that killed the cheetah? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, that'd be interesting for sure. But I keep in contact with a lot of people still from school. Yeah. Which is um, a lot more than I thought I would anyway. Well,
1: even seeing how it's benefited, like, with work and stuff, like, through Neptune Homes and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, because, well, I guess, Jacko, with all needs, because you're... So, you're currently working
2: JDG Carpentry? Yeah, JDG yeah. Carpentry.
1: Because then how many guys, like how many Helensvale guys you got?
2: Everyone by one. So, there's what is it? There's four people from Helensvale or five including myself. Yeah. And then, yeah, one from Coomera.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. think being able to work with your friends is pretty cool. Like I, I was fortunate mm-hmm. enough to get the um, the time um, subcontracting for your company. And yeah, like it was, it was really cool because I did most of my apprenticeship either just my boss and i or like guys that i didn't know outside of work and then to work with mates is pretty special and then doing the trips away as well and that sort of thing like we worked up north a bit and the excitement of being in like a like a a bit of a um a lower socioeconomic area with your (laughs) friends and all that sort of stuff it's um (laughs) the first place we stayed where where was that um we probably shouldn't rip on certain areas, but <laughs> yeah, I forget what it was. We well. we had a we had a really questionable neighbour. It was, was near Deception Bay, but we stayed yeah.
2: a little bit away from that.
1: And then the yeah. second night, Jakey's just like pimped us out for the, <laughs> <laughs> pimped, pimped up our room. Sorry, not pimped us out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pimped, up, <laughs> pimped my boys. <laughs> Yo, you want to earn we want some, some money by itself? <laughs> <laughs> no, that when we stayed at um, uh, Redcliffe, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, so we went to Redcliffe because um, first night we went inland from Deception Bay. And Deception Bay, when you walk around, there's like shirts saying D Bay. <laughs> like it's it's a, it's not the worst areas, but it's not the best. And we went inland a bit, and stayed in this dodgy hotel, um, motel. And um, we were meant to stay there two nights. I was like, we're not, we're not doing this again. So um, ended up going to what was it Redcliffe? Yeah, yeah, yeah Redcliffe's yeah. beautiful. That was so, so nice.
1: nice. Yeah, we went down for a swim in the morning and yeah. stuff at like that little lagoon, lagoon thing
2: by the beach. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to go back there Even for a holiday I, could, I remember you, I you were could,
1: saying You were saying when we were up there You're like
2: I could I could live up here Like it's Yeah, pretty, it pretty reminded cool. me of Sunshine Coast Like that, mm. Just a little bit smaller mm. Yeah, it was really nice
1: Because that, that was somewhat The plan Sunshine Coast For yourself, wasn't it? For a bit? Like, yeah
2: Still One day I reckon that's where I'll end up mm. But um Naturally Two kids <laughs> Yeah <laughs> um, Yeah, it makes things Sick And uh, Married and Yeah All that So it's like it's easier right now especially I don't want to take my kids away from any of their families their yeah. aunties, uncles I think everyone's pretty hand, it's, it's kind of
1: nice like I guess I'm not sure what the word would be for it it's almost like it's almost somewhat a story that you've that you've ended up back in helmsville and like you've sort of Mm. started to raise your own family and and that literally like a couple kilometers away from your your family home yeah which the family home was the place to be for our group like yeah in in grade 12 the first 10 weeks of our of our year we had a party either there or somewhere else and ended up and it was like awesome because you'd you'd wake up on a sunday morning it's like the smell of bacon and eggs and like aunt um your dad would just be like Radio boys, get up. Let's, let's have something to eat and like it you know, all reminisce on the stories from the night prior.
0: Yeah, Credit would... to Aunt and Jody though for letting <laughs> yeah. that many people come over
2: that often. They <laughs> miss it so much. They talk about it all the time how much they miss it. But like they always say when they explain it to people because it um, when you explain it the amount of people we would have there mm. and how often we'd have there, mm. they're like like they just thought they were crazy. But they're like the boys would sleep. It's like I'd walk out. There'd be kids sleep on the couches, <laughs> beds, um, media rooms. Some outside. Heaps down in Jake's room. Yeah. Which is like they'd wake up every morning. The first thing that everyone would do is pick up a garbage bag, mm. clean the whole house, make it spotless. Mm. And while we're doing that, Dad would go out, and he was just big on making us breakfast because you have to have a full stomach after you. Drink yeah. And
1: whatnot. I, I remember waking up one day and like it, yeah, like you said, it was kind of the general rule of thumb that you wake up, clean up, and then have some brekkie for you, which was awesome. But. I think one day he might have either caught him in a bad mood or, or we'd done something prior, and he was like, remember the bamboo that used to grow downside, like yeah, on the yeah, driveway? Yeah. yeah, yeah." And and he was just hawking into the garden, and like <laughs> passive and, and it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like, wasn't like, um, come out and get some He Was like, go grab a shovel, start digging. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the best times were Aunt just, all right, you put on the headset. A uh, headgear, have yeah, on the headgear. Yeah. <laughs> <Backyard laughs> Pick your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> the joys. Fight thing. to answer. Stop. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. reckon yeah. Rhys Coons would definitely have to have the, the belt from yeah the, the greatest fighter to ever walk in that. Yeah,
1: he fought everyone on one foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> broken foot and was hopping around and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that yeah, if that if that place the, the people that live there now would not know half the stories that have no, no It's funny as well to see how like as close as we've all been for years and that sort of thing you see your mates grow and like seeing you become like a father and a husband and stuff. So cool. And then you look back on like Jimmy Gold of those days, you're like, that is not the same person. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that long ago either. <laughs> like in the
2: big picture. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's cool though to see like that, the growth through your mates and that sort of thing. Cause yeah, it's it's one of the joys, I guess, of seeing you have like little Miles and Benji and stuff and like becoming that more care. No, not more caring.
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're a different and I reckon better person these days. Yeah, it's cool.
2: 100%. I, like, no, I don't think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm happy with that. I got that experience and um, yeah. I don't feel like I've missed out on anything. Like I've done it all, and i still got to catch up with my friends and mm. whatnot. Not mm. as much as often, but now I've obviously got perfect wife, perfect kids, mm. and um, it's close a lot closer. I've always been close with mum and dad, but like I still have that good relationship with them. But mm. it's more based around my kids now, mm. which is um, how's good.
1: how's it changed your mindset? Because like you always get the the cliche of like um, as soon as someone has their kids that protect them with their life and all that sort of stuff as well but what's your mindset how's your mindset change going from like Jake as just a a husband to Jake as a father sort of thing
2: um the husband thing never really changed I like people thought I was crazy when I met Demi I we when I met her on the first date we walked one lap of night quarter night yeah. quarter um back then yeah and I was like I, I used to like get paid out, I'd like fall in love easy even though I'd leave quite <laughs> yeah. quick. I did one laugh and I was like, I'm going to marry this girl. Like nothing, yeah, that's nothing else. I'll Were you there?
0: Yeah, I remember, I was <laughs> at your house. Yeah. I was in your room and you came back. And I walked in and I was like, and you're like, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm I like, going spun out
2: around laid on the ground in front of us. felt like, <laughs> like a teenage girl. I was like, I'm in love. I love this girl. That's awesome. So then I was, so that's never changed. So yeah. whether I was married, dating her for two weeks, like, Obviously, we've grown, got closer, mm. <laughs> which <is all> right. <laughs> But um, obviously, it's only got better. So, the husband and me before never really felt like a change. Yeah. So, it was pretty much just going from me to a father was a change, but it happens pretty slow. Mm. Like, you like you prepare for it over the pregnancy. Uh, yeah. You know it's coming, yeah. you know it's coming. still doesn't really feel real. When she was going into labor and you're like, oh, I'm going to have a kid soon, it still doesn't feel real. Yeah. So, until it comes out, you're like, oh my God, that's mine. Yeah. But it, it, I never got that like instant overwhelming love. Like I was just in shock. Like, yeah. I was like, what's yeah. happened?
1: Well, the and second then, time you would have been in shock. Oh, Do you want yeah, to e- elaborate on that? Oh, no, i got to
2: make sure that <laughs> Miles knows I loved him in the first <laughs> day. <dance. laughs> he listens back to this. <laughs> but like, you hold him and it doesn't take long. And it's like, it is like that cliche thing. Yeah. You, you just love the kids. You know, yeah. no matter what, they come first now. Um, this is what I'm doing it for. If I'm not, at work making like making money for the family i want to be with them making memories or doing yeah. something with them but um i don't know if dem will want me to tell them the story. that's right Can't then she? we can we
1: can leave I'll, we can leave that
2: yeah I, <laughs> she might like she would have
1: a laugh she wouldn't care but it was quick hey was... On, on the topic of husbands if you want to stay that way <laughs> <laughs> I might not want to tell. no yeah. that, that it's it's cool because like obviously getting to see my brother and now for, even for me being an uncle like I, I didn't really expect much of them. Like you said, in that nine months it's like the the partners just getting bigger and you sort of hear about the things of how people are feeling, but yeah, nothing really becomes real. I I don't know whether it's just for guys or whatever until they see that the baby. Yeah. And then it's awesome. It's like, yeah, I, I didn't know I'd be that excited and then obviously we're so fortunate to live so close to Reese and Renee and to be able to get to spend time off them with them as well and then Yeah, you you look at that and then you're like, Man, once I get my
2: own kids, it's, like, it's yeah. going to be
1: it's gonna be that times 10 or whatever, like...
2: Yeah, it's cool. But even, like, just enjoy your time as an uncle. Like, I know when mm-hmm. Lockie comes over, like, it's... I get Miles, um, he's got, on his iPad thing, when we let him use it, the uh, FaceTime thing, he's just got, like, yeah. two numbers say or three numbers, like, <laughs> Mum, Dad, and Lock. Yeah. And he just presses that <laughs> button non-stop trying to call lo- Lock, ask for Lock, Uncle Lock. It. I love
0: when I'm at Lockie's, and his phone ring, and he's like, oh, it's Miles, yeah. And Lockie answered, and Miles is just not saying a word, just staring yeah, just straight at the sense. camera. He's like,
2: Miles, it's, it's me. And he's like, hangs up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just hangs up. And then he's like, Lock, Lock. it's so excited at home. Then calls again, and he's like, back to-, <laughs> back to nothing. They're like, oh, my God. you
1: wonder." wondering when he's just processing <laughs> yeah. it. It's kind of crazy like to think that he's growing up in a world that like, he can already understand how to use
2: Dude, He can use it. Like, if I drop an iPad or a phone in front of him, he can do like, not like he's not spe- special like any kid now yeah. when they have it. Like, you've grown up with it. That's just yeah. what you know. Chris, what age was he
0: really good he at using one? iPad and
2: that? Probably from two. He, he's running it. the company now. Yeah. yeah probably from <laughs> Doing two. the books. But, yeah, you see all these kids, like, out and about. Like even, you, uh, you walk past and you'll notice, you take notice more of other kids now mm. than you got them. You'll see them in, like, brands and stuff and it's probably not the best thing to be on your phone so young. Mm. But I understand why parents do it sometimes, because it is an easy way.
1: To, yeah, to like, distract them. Yeah, to distract give them, give them for a, like a small
2: break. And all all these kids are like young and no mm. problem at all, no help can just work out an iPhone. Which I remember when I first got one. Uh, we would have been like, how old would you be when an iPhone? Can you come out in two thousand eight? Right? I think yeah. so. That
1: would have been ten, ten, ten years to old.
2: Like yeah, you're nine or you're ten. Yeah. Maybe and like I remember like thinking. I'm never gonna be able to use this thing. When I first got it, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that interested in. And then before you know it, the everywhere you can't live without them.
1: Well, even using utilizing AirDrop for the podcast and videos and all that sort of stuff. Like it used to be, I'm gonna Bluetooth you smack that by Acon mm. and <laughs> Lime you're, wire. You're having like you have to like hold your phone. <laughs> yeah, line wire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like even. I remember we were the first grade in in um, Queensland to get your own personal laptop. Mm. But then prior to that, like I wouldn't say we're the, we're the generation that's had the most technological change, but like, yeah, you can remember even when you're real young, like my grandma always used to have like the little windy um, telephones and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah,
2: yeah. But, but even yeah.
0: like, I was talking to someone at work about the directories. Yeah. Like, you'd have to be driving and you'd have, to pull the full book out,
2: yeah. The reference thing, yeah. And then it'd yeah. go across
0: the page, so you'd have to join it up to the next page.
2: I remember that's where that you said it. Like, I remember going on like road trips with mum and dad, Ben Young, and like mum in the passenger seat with his map folded <laughs> out. I couldn't even imagine doing that anymore.
0: Like, imagine having to stop every here and there just to, yeah, you know, oh yeah, what street am time? I on? This turn? Have a look, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And like, now you can just, yeah, you can even get it connected to your car.
1: Surely the, you know, remember like TomTom uh, Tom Tom and like NavMet? Yeah. Surely they're just completely bust now. What's a TomTom? That was exactly. Like the
2: first, <laughs> yeah, the first GPS, I'm pretty sure. Like the oh, yeah, big yeah. brand one was called TomTom. Tom.
1: Yeah, so it was like they'd mount it to your screen off those little suction cup things. Mm-hmm. And it, it was essentially, yeah, Google Maps or something on that device and it had it all preloaded. But yeah, like now it's just obsolete. Like I, yeah. I could not see anyone going out and buying one
0: it's like now you know where there's
2: traffic like yeah. speed cameras changes your route to get the quickest time get yeah hotels yeah <laughs> i've
1: been stitched up a couple of times though i feel like it'll try to like send you a different way and then everyone's getting sent the same yeah <laughs> <laughs> then you end up spending like that pimp my roundabout gets yeah, yeah that's, that's just shocking but yeah <laughs> excuse me um I, my guts are still so sore so we before the episode we, we had a um, <laughs> we had some dinner down the road that was actually going to be my other recommendation <laughs> well, easy street <laughs> yeah, easy street diet <laughs> delicious food but like yeah I'm just rumbling so apologies if it's coming through my, my recommendation mind. was to eat after the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I was too hungry by then I like, get hangry if I was like waiting out too long I Who would have you got get really, to aggressive too. <laughs> really aggressive questions towards <laughs> yeah. me how come you don't know <laughs> <laughs> give me the answers <laughs> um, so something that's been going on for you at the moment um, in the last sort of two to three years that you've been doing it yeah um, has been uh, having Crohn's disease Uh yes um, yeah I just thought obviously having somewhat of a platform <laughs> <laughs> to discuss this and obviously as well the, um, the fact that we always want to check in on our mates and that you'd be a perfect guest to get on so
2: yeah, for sure. So, um, like I said, I think it was the start of was it the start of twenty twenty or end of two thousand nineteen or something. Um, I was consistently going into the my GP and I was asking for ask I was asking for colonoscopy because I was having blood and stuff yep. in my stool and consistently. And he, I had a an uncle not too long ago who passed away from bowel cancer. Hmm. So I, it was just fresh in my mind. I was like, right, I've got bowel cancer now. That was just my fear. I was like, I need to get a colonoscopy. He kept telling me that like, you're too young. Yeah. Don't worry. And implied, he asked the question, like, do but oh, He didn't say that, but Lockheed got it asked this way once. And he more or less said, do you burn the candle at both ends? Like, mm. And I was like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I party a lot. And go yeah. Out. And he's like, well, that's it. He's like, well, don't, don't go out. Yeah. He's like, does it happen on Mondays? Do you notice it more on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays? And I noticed it every day so I was just like, Yeah, and I, was like, I guess so. At the start of the week. He's like, Alright, what's that? And it would go away and come back, go away, come back. Yeah. And eventually I was like, I'm not leaving, like, I need a colonoscopy. And he's like, Okay, okay, no problem and did it and um I remember because they put you out for it and now I woke up and the doctor came over and just said, like, basically you've got um ulcerative colitis back then mm. and I had no idea what that was. And I was like, Okay and he's like, Have you had a cry and I was like, Yeah, he's like, "What's?" Oh, it's it's like a part of that it's a inflammatory bowel disease and it didn't really feel real when i first got told because i didn't feel too sick back then so i was like if i've got it and i've had it and i'm fine Mm. like it's fine it doesn't really matter but what it's weird once i started getting medicated i don't know if i just thought every little symptom was it because it was in the back of my mind so um yeah so it, it was like a Playing on me a bit, and then just progressively, as time got bad, it got worse and worse and worse. And because um, is it quite difficult to sort
1: of put their finger on? Of
2: like,
1: it has a range of symptoms, so it could like seem like something else. Is that sort of one of the tricky things of, of diagnosing it?
2: So I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm probably not the best person to get answer all these questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, I've I've done a lot of research into it. But it's all evolved around me. Like I haven't yeah. branched out too much yeah. Yeah. and looked for other people and whatnot, which I, I have. I mean, which I'll talk about later, like a yeah. support group type thing and all that, where I learn about other people's stories, which was a great help. Mm-hmm. But at the start, I was pretty isolated and was just asking Google questions about like me, like what's going on and like worst outcomes and mm. stuff like that. Mm. So... Yeah, so basically I had current for ages. I was started getting medicated and it was getting worse and then just, like, tired, fatigue every day mm. and every day and every day and every day. And, like, that that's, was the hardest part, more so than the sickness.
1: Yeah, and having a physical job must have physical been. Physical job and,
2: mm. like, miles was only four months, I think, when we found out that I had it. So I was, like, going through two kids, like, working all day and then two kids at night and, mm. like, not sleeping and then that. So everything kind of just accelerated it in my mind like the stress of it all um so yeah so because
1: having having the um the stomach brain link as well of like stress being a a large factor in like the way it performs as well must be massive
2: yeah so i was always i could never work out if i was stressed because i was sick or if i was sick because i was stressed like Mm. but they they go hand in hand and um yeah it, the, the thing about Cro- like it's so unknown still from what i can gather so i um as i got sicker i it kept swapping my diagnosis between crohn's and ulcerative colitis they couldn't yeah. tell so i was getting i have tried lots of medications um from iv drips of all different forms of medications to tablets to um injections that i'll do and whatnot and nothing would work my case was my levels would always stay the same and I yeah. was just getting too long and I got asked the question eventually because I was just mentally, overall, so do you want to do the surgery to remove the colon? Mm. And so that point... It was, did, did
1: you want to just explain as well like what the process of that, that surgery is?
2: Yeah, so basically, um, once I decided to go ahead with the surgery, uh, they'd go in and operate, they would remove the whole colon, they would leave a little bit of the, rectal, um, the rectum, sorry, and um, they would put me on a col- col- colostomy-, colostomy bag, mm-hmm. um, which I'm on right now. Um, temporarily is the goal at the moment. Yeah. So um, remove the colon, that's completely gone. And now pretty much, like, to go to the toilet, it just goes in the bag. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll change that, like, t- two days, empty it when you got to empty it and stuff like that. Is the aim to give the bowel a rest? Is Well essentially well colon's gone now and because i've got ulcerative colitis and um they ended up deciding finding out that i had ulcer. they did a biopsy sorry of the colon after i had the surgery and they mm-hmm. got me my final answer and it's like you've got ulcerative colitis not crohn's yeah mm-hmm. so the benefit of that is um my affected area is essentially completely out of my body now so i've got no diseased. yeah part of my body being the colon wherever I had Crohn's, Crohn's can go from your rectum all the way, potentially up. I'm pretty sure your whole, I'm pretty sure it can go all the way up to your throat. Like it's the whole, whole track. Mm. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, I've, that's what I've read. And, um, so it's a bit more severe to have Crohn's than you say. Well, severe is not the right term because when you're sick, you're sick and it's bad. Mm. It's real bad. Mm. But when they cut out the colon, Essentially, yeah, it's, a, it's an
1: it, isolated area that they're sort of yeah. removing the problem, yeah, the, the problematic area. So The problem's
2: removed, so now the the goal is to try and hopefully they call it a J pouch. That's so the surgery where they'll um make my small intestine into like a pouch down the bottom and connect it back up to the mm-hmm. rectum, and um then I'll be able to. Is is the J for Jake or it... yeah, I questioned him? <laughs> it's um no, it's just big hook looks like a J. Yeah, and essentially. It's like um, like what the bag is on the outside, but on the inside and made out of your small intestine. Mm-hmm. But I think so. You it, it can hold up to like a liter. Yep. Of um, fluid. So stuff in so
1: there. with that J bag surgery, J pouch, J pouch. <laughs> uh, with that surgery, does it operate as if the large intestine would have like taking on your water and and taking on like those nutrients in the food?
2: Uh no. Nah. So it's there's not really going to be a normal like. I won't go back to normal per to say, like, mm. that's, that's gone. Um, essentially, I, it's, it's going to be exactly how I am now, I think, um, what I can gather, yeah. which is, it's getting better. Yeah. Min- getting minus the your bag. Yeah, so yeah. it's just more, for me, it's more of a visual thing, because I remember when I first had it, and found out that I was going to go on the, the bag thing, like, it was life over. Like, I thought, mm. this is it. Like, if I didn't have kids, like, I would, nearly would have done the unthinkable type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember there was just the thought of having the bag, not even the sickness, but it wouldn't have helped of how sick I was at the time. I remember on wet days in the rain, like, I'd drive around corners fast and think like, really? I, just, I, I couldn't kill myself. Like, I, I'd never do anything like that. But I thought if I can make it look like an accident, this can all be over. Yeah. Well. That thing. And that's another huge part of this, what I've learned in the um this uh, group I'm in. On Facebook, like that—that that story is pretty common throughout yeah. the community of people who who live with it. Like mental illness goes, not to say that I've got mental illness, but hmm. it goes hand in hand. Well, like ca- those yeah, thoughts, yeah. Carrying
1: even even something that might seem trivial to someone else or whatever. If you hold something for long enough, it gets heavy. Yeah, and like yeah, something like that. Obviously, this is a, a larger issue as well. But yeah, it, like it, its to have those support groups and stuff so important to make you realise it this is okay to be feeling this way yeah big time and, and like to be able to vocalise it to friends and family and all that sort of stuff is kind of the first step in the right direction in my opinion
2: mm. so I think I had it for a good six months before I even told Reese. like I mm. didn't tell anyone I don't know why it just, just felt like I don't need to and we've had um, uh, friends in the past who've had it and mm. like mm. Um, sad stories and I didn't want to put anyone through those mm. thoughts and It wasn't until, like, the, there was lots of hospital trips in between from being ill and whatnot. It wasn't until, like, the second or third time I went to hospital, I reached out to, um... Oh, we went to school with him, Brad Ferguson. Mm -hmm. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I reached out to him knowing that he had it and went through it all and just started asking him questions. And, um, that was probably the best thing I did for the whole time. Was it
1: nice to see someone that had been through it and to see, like, somewhat a light at the end of the tunnel?
2: yeah exactly even though everyone's story and journey and it's so different he is an amazing person like if you wanted someone to talk to on this podcast I'd recommend him straight yeah. away he's got a he set up a group on Facebook um I think it's called Sick L- I know it's called Sick Lads and um at the start I went in it I said no I didn't want to join it because I didn't want to be in a support group because I don't know why. I just wasn't ready at the time Yeah, to, and I didn't think I needed it Eventually, a few trips in, I said, Yeah, like I would join because he kept asking. He's like, Are you ready? He wasn't pushing, like, he just said, It's there. And, like, mm. he obviously knows mm. it helps. And talking to a lot of people who live with it and experiences a lot worse than mine, some of them, and they're all beautiful people, lovely people, and easy to talk to. It was just like a little safe spot where I could ask questions mm. and they all have the answers that um, obviously our friend group won't just because you just won't know. Mm. I didn't yeah. know. And, um, yeah, if anyone ever did go through Crohn's or any illness, like the first thing I would say is join a support support group because they, they save lives. Mm. Just, I still talk in it every day. I talk into that as much as I talk in now, like my friend groups, inboxes and all that, like every day, just check in on each other, um, ask questions, uh, mention if someone's gone to hospital excited if people get good news if like the um scopes come back good or mm. or whatnot so um yeah like yeah brad ferguson yeah shout, shout out to brad, yeah, out out to brad. ferguson yeah that's, that's so, so important that you get those groups though yeah, yeah and like i didn't i don't think i seen him for the last few years of high school like mm. primary school were pretty good friends and i didn't see him for a long time always knew what was going on um watched his journey a bit but had no idea what cranes was and for him to just, like, reach out... He actually came into hospital one of the times I was sick. This was, like... After, like, a couple of weeks of talking to him online about it. He's like, do you want me to come in? And he came in. He showed me all his surgery photos. All what a stoma will look like. Which, mm-hmm. um... Is what I've got now mm-hmm. with a stoma. And, um... Like, just... Really helped me brace and prepare for it. And yeah. have someone... He was, like... Bah... Obviously Demi... And that... He was someone who I would reach out to first after getting any hospital visit or whatnot just because it was like not i don't know how to explain it it was just like it
1: it seems as though because he's gone through the process like you'd almost expect that he can empathize with you better like he to a certain degree everyone wants to understand but he does
2: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. exactly i think that's it as well and might even help that i i don't see him as much as i see my friends so it's Mm like you can you can sometimes open up to like it's nearly like a like texting someone like Mm. it's not Mm. exactly as it's not as confronting as like Mm. this is right now if i was to go deep deep into Mm. it so like to get messages from him when i would go on facebook and finally tell a few people what's going on he he would message me almost instantly and say i'm so proud of you stuff like that and any anyone in that group there's another um girl called shannon like um consistently checks in on me when i had my surgery her boyfriend um, sets up the rooms, um, the operating rooms and that, and, there, and he came up to me, never met me before ever, and just sat there and had like this. He's like, Shannon told me about you. Um, you're going to do fine. You're going to do great. we stick. You know, I've got a great surgeon. You see, um, he said, I watched when Shannon went through the surgery and how different her life is now, how much better she feels. Mm. So then like that, because I, I was sitting there in tears before I was going mm. to surgery. Mm. All, all I could think of is my kids are going to think I'm a freak. Mm. That's all all that was in my mind for a long time
1: yeah i remember you discussing um when we come around a little while ago and you were saying how just taking shirt off and, and getting comfortable with that is like is a massive process and you even said like if it was anyone else you'd be like oh man it's not that big of a deal yeah but then you're like when it's actually yourself it it's so hard to put that mindset in and that yeah. sort of thing as well and yeah like it and yeah as much as anyone else can can say like they don't they don't mind and that sort of thing. It's it's to to get past that as well. But one of the, one of the best things or one of the most exciting things for me was once I saw that you're out of hospital and stuff. You sent Snapchats directly like with your shirt off and that sort of thing as well. And I was like oh, like whether you felt comfortable at that time or not. It was like a, it seemed like a good step to be just like wearing it on your on your shoulder sort of thing and just showing showing everyone that like this is what's
2: happened and yeah. So I remember laying in hospital and, um, for f- I was like pretty highly medicated for the first, <laughs> for the first, uh, is that where from, the blonde, the blonde hair came out? Yeah. Blonde <laughs> hair came out. Like I was having some wild thoughts, but, um, I just remember when I was like in hospital, I was like, when I leave here, I'm just, I'm going to take my shirt off and walk to the beach. Mm-hmm. And it sounds, I don't even really do that. wouldn't do that before that. It's just like in my head. It's like, yeah. I just want to take my shirt off, go to the beach. And then whatever happens after that, it, it, I've done it. People have seen it. It doesn't matter. Mm. I think I put it on my Snapchat story a few times as well. I but I didn't make it like a thing. It was just, it was there in it. I didn't Mm. be like, oh, this is yeah my bag. It was just in the background. I was like, if I can get used to the idea in my mind, like people have seen it, then it won't matter.
1: Yeah, just normalizing it and just
2: yeah, yeah. Which I know no one, I know that would judge it. I know Mm. no one would. Mm. It's just like like that mental thing that you just want to like, yeah, get past it. Yeah.
0: So outside of that support group, how important have like Demi and even your parents and uh, lot been? What? I saw you put on Instagram the other day, just appreciating people.
2: Yeah, um, which would help a lot. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I got the best support group, pretty much, like with my family in that in that way. Um, after it, um, me and Demi and that have our own house and house, obviously. But um, well, I moved back in with mum and dad just while I was recovering a bit. And it wasn't necessarily just for me. It's like, so Demi Demi spent a lot of time juggling both the kids and looking after me. So it was good for her to have a support Mm -hmm. as well. Because it's, as hard as it is for me, like, it's so hard for her as well. She's watching someone she loves go through something that, it is truly horrible. Like the the downs are are bad. And when Mm. you're sick, you're sick. And so it was, it was a no brainer. And um, obviously, I've got such supporting parents and whatnot, so having them it just it let us come back in there, stay as long as we need, they'd look after the kids as long as we need So Dem could be with me, which she had to be, or or I could sleep during the day. Um, so yeah, big help. I was pretty lucky.
1: It's cool. Yeah. It's cool to hear your your gratitude for those small things like that, and also just through that support of you, acknowledging that someone might be going through a tougher time, and and almost like. To see you now on the part of your journey where you're actually getting to be more like Brad and actually say to someone that's earlier in the process and, like, this is what I've been through. Like, it, it's all good. It's normal yeah. to feel that way.
2: So, so like, I don't... I've been... um I don't know the ins and outs of crying that well. I've been naive in a, a bit because whenever I did do research, like, my anxiety would go through the roof because they say knowledge is power, but sometimes it's a curse because... Hmm. With you when you read worst case you expect worst case yeah, and yeah, that was, especially if you're on WebMD M D or something. Yeah, <laughs> and that was really playing with my mind. So my goal is to be like someone like Brad, to yeah. someone new who's going through it. Not to be the person who tells you like this is what's gonna happen or this is what could happen or this is how you can fix it. I just wanna be there be like, I'm proud of you. I'm mm. there for you. I'll check I want to check in on like I'd love to be the person that Brad was to me to somebody to be able to just check in on them and guide them through their journey not so much for the smarts and the ins and outs and yeah (laughs) Yeah. which i'm like playing myself a little bit short because if you asked me some questions about it i would know a lot of the answers but like off the top of my head i I like i just never do yeah but yeah i i would i would like will consider like putting in some time into reaching out to people and um offering that that support that that i got because it's just it's life-changing it it's the matter of life and death like in a way so many stories of um yeah just people not handling it well and thinking it's the easy way out to so the the best option mm. and um it's it's so avoidable because honestly like after the surgery I, like, i'm starting to feel great again like yeah mm. that's awesome. even dem said, like just feels like i got a bit of the old you back mm. um so i never meant to be like moody or down or that, but like, it's, it's a t- like when you're sick, it's just a tiring, tiring toll on your body. Mm. And unfortunately Demi got like the worst side of me sometimes because she's the one at home and not, not in a, like, just didn't want to talk a bit moody, a bit down just think the world's against me and all that. And, um, just a fog. I was on st- the, um, prednisone steroids for so long so long they just start messing some of your head
1: the, what was that predizone?
2: Yeah. yeah so are
1: they they're obviously different to like the the, the performance based ones <coughs> yeah
2: yeah so um
1: i know i know you were on some during february <laughs> and there yeah. was the joke going of remember we did the february challenge in <laughs> oh yeah surely the,
2: the first was, day J- numbers he put up
1: yeah jake was <laughs> pumping out like 30k rows or something ridiculous and yeah like.
2: so that was um that was right as i found out i was having surgery yeah. and um I had this one last little push to try this diet. I forget what it's called. It's like an all liquid diet. Mm-hmm. And I was only drinking, they're pretty much like up and goes, but um, you get all your nutrients out of them mm-hmm. in a day. And that's all you could drink. So I, I was like, all right, this is my last crack. I'm going to do this diet as strict as I can. and I'm going to work out as much as I can, even if it kills me. Like mm-hmm. this is my last chance to not have the surgery. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. And, um, so when we did that February challenge I was I knew that at about the last week I would have to stop because I was going into the for a colonoscopy and all mm-hmm. that to see how, how it's all gone. So yeah, I, I took that challenge pretty yeah, seriously. You went
1: hard, like that was that was a pretty crazy month, like it got silly really quick and I think you were probably one of the reasons that it kicked off because you come in second in, in the that, first in that, week yeah or Red, f- even yeah something like that I think Reti went pretty hard in yeah first week too. yeah but everyone <laughs> kicked off like I was my original plan was to to be doing maybe like a five five to ten k's in total per day yeah and then yeah I think by the end of the first week people were sitting above a hundred k's for the week and then after that, it just got crazy. Shout out to Tom Doran. That guy yeah. did 1,000 Ks month. 1,000 Ks in the month. Yeah, just smoked everyone. Like, the Insane. second the second week that come through, I think... Uh, I put in my biggest week, and I was so proud of myself, and he beat me by 100 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I think one of his weeks beat my whole month. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: on the food topic... Yeah. I know we discussed it a bit before, but what's the diet look like
2: now? Now? Um... So I'm still learning it a lot. So I've just, since coming out, I've just tried to eat as clean as possible. But, like, clean and healthy aren't... Oh, sorry. Like, this diet isn't necessarily fully health-based What because you're limited to what you can eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of vegetables and um, stuff like that that will cause blockages. Yeah. So I I, I haven't been risking too much and... um. So I've been staying away from a lot of things. I've mainly been in like a carb-based diet because that's what they told me to for the first few weeks until, because um, you don't want it to be, you want it to be like a consistency that's going into the bag, like thick mm. consistency. Otherwise, um, you're just not absorbing anything. Yeah. So I, I was having for the first four or five weeks, just no matter what I eat water was just coming straight out. Yeah. Water And I ended up back in the hospital from dehydration and a bit of a virus just because nothing was staying in me. So that caused me to spend a weekend. So when I got re-released two weeks ago, I um yeah, I've just been strict on. It's like I'm eating like a lot of breads, a lot of potato, stuff like that to like thicken everything up. Yeah, like
1: mm-hmm. the fibrous sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It must be tough as well to have the caution of like if something's working for you or you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. You don't. You. I'm assuming you wouldn't want to change much because you're operating well.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I'm still so early into it to be honest. So it's a hard one to answer. That question Corey because I, I, don't, I don't know what the diet will look like in the future I don't know like, I'm just trying to work out what works best and naturally the goal is to do this surgery to reverse it or create a J pouch and reverse it so the diet could change then again I'm not really sure
0: is there a time frame for the
2: reversal or is it just on how you're feeling and so my specialist who I went in Um, he told me that all my levels are looking good now like since I came out of hospital they're looking good you're looking um, all blood work and that's normal he's like don't rush it he's like I know you probably want to get rid of the baby he's like you've had a tough two and a half years like enjoy this time Mm -hmm. like bar the bag life should be pretty normal Um, just enjoy it just be healthy for a while and then like six eight months we'll talk about doing another surgery um, which I have to book in with my surgeon who's different from him but um so probably about, yeah, six to eight months, we'll do that. But what they'll do is they'll create a pouch in me, the J pouch in me, and then they'll put me back on the bag because they can't... they got to let that heal before they, mm. everything runs through it. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably have the bag on me for a year, year just over a year probably mm-hmm. before they it's completely done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do you, Have they mentioned anything in regards
1: to like, utilising someone else's large intestine and that sort of thing as like donor sort of
2: based <laughs> um i don't know see demi asked me that question yeah. as well and i haven't even googled it to be honest yeah um i didn't um, give it much thought i thought that if they were doing it they like it would have been an option i would have heard by now yeah. so i'm sure there's a yeah. reason that they don't it's
1: probably a bit more intricate than just like swipping switching out an exhaust yeah. on a car <laughs> or something.
2: yeah exactly so i've never heard of it um and I'll, I'll probably Google that when I'm done. Yeah. It, it is a yeah. pretty interesting question
1: or theory. Um, how have you managed through all of this with, like, just the natural stresses of life with, obviously, managing a business, having a family, having kids and all that sort of stuff? Is that, like, taken a toll? Have you found something that helps you work, work around it?
2: Um, so... Again I'm pretty much right in the middle of all that right now, so I'm just trying to like relearn what a normal is and find the work life balance while trying to keep the company afloat <laughs> while I can't while I'm not doing much manual labor and like tools side of it at the moment yeah it's it, it's just a bit of a juggling act right now it's I wish I had a better answer but um, yeah there's, there's no there's no yeah. right answer i am I'm just right yeah right now trying to work all that side side yeah. of things out but I'm pretty positive that I'm going to, like, it's going to, it'll work out. It's going mm-hmm. to work out. Yeah. It's and good to
0: see you've got a positive mindset for it though. Yeah. Because well, you
2: can obviously yeah, go one way or the other if, depending on your mindset. Yeah. Mindset's huge in it all. Like, with yeah. anything, not just this and um not just me. but like, anyone, uh, I was going, ne- thinking negative so long and like, I, like, without even realizing it. And now I'm just like, wait, hang on. Because you hear I hear about all the stories about people who do it and they're going out living these great lives, and then you hear about the majority, and you got to adjust your lifestyle and all that to suit. But I was like, why can't I? I'm starting to think like, why can't I be the one who goes out and lives the normal life? Like, there's no mm. reason why. Mm. There is a reason, <laughs> but there's no reason why I can't at least try mm. and just yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah and see. And worst case, I burn out and I realize that I'm gonna to have to make a little bit of a change. But yeah. I um I was pretty close to throwing in my business not too long ago. Yeah. Just thought the stress and all of that wasn't worth it while I'm recovering. Mm-hmm. And I actually um <laughs> this is the weirdest thing that made me stop. I was actually on Seek and looking for supervisor jobs um to do something similar to what you do, Blake. Mm-hmm. And I was also scrolling on my phone. And have you seen that little photo of the guy mining? And he's like real close to the diet yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's walking away and there's another guy like just digging. Yeah. Rapidly. Yeah. I was like. I don't know if this is a sign, but i am not, not ready to give up yet on yeah. this. Uh, um yeah, I feel like work's getting to a place where it's it's nearly starting. I'm so close to it to being something where it's like managing itself and I'm can be less hands on and mm. I can be just um do, organising do, quoting. We'll, and we'll stuff give a little like
1: shameless like. plug then. So it's J D G Carpentry, that's correct. Yeah, J D G yeah. J
2: D G Carpentry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
1: obviously based on the coast and that sort of thing as well. Yeah. But yeah. Like what? What's your what's your goal for that? Like what? What's your um, dream situation for J D G?
2: Um, just a bigger version of what I am now. Really, I want to be able to for my role. I want to be off the tools. I want to be organizing, quoting, running, and teaching. Mm-hmm. I want to train up apprentices. I want to train up um, people I've got on me now. I want to make people better. And um, even like things like you I want to give people like a place to come and get get better. Like just come some. I've got um, Morgs who works with me now who you know. He's um really good chippy, really good chippy and young. I just want a, a workplace where he can get the confidence to go out and do it for himself or if he mm-hmm. wants to subcontract to me or get an apprentice and do his jobs through me. like Just kind of like that. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to have a better place, give a better place than what like, the typical apprentice story is mm-hmm. where they don't like their boss and all this. Yeah, yeah. No, um,
1: I, I think I really appreciated the transparency you always had with me it's like you'd supply me with the the work and then be like man this is this is what i'm doing this is where i want you to get to yeah and at that point in time that's sort of the pathway that i was i was following and yeah to have to have your boss telling you like you can leave me one day one like once you've learned what i learned it's, it's pretty cool because so many people get entrenched in like come work for me like, work your ass off, do exactly what I say. Like, you... I think one of the coolest things as well, like, if there was a better way of doing something, you were always, like, open to it.
2: Yeah. Well, that comes from Dad. Because Dad always said... um, It doesn't matter if you're, like, the apprentice first day on work or the most experienced person there. If you, if you can... If you see something, and even if you've never worked in that industry before, and you're, like... You just see an easier way, a quicker way to do it, and you speak up and... There's no reason why that can't be right because mm. you you might be stuck in your ways for so long that you think this is the only way to do it, but someone with a fresh set of eyes mm. can and sometimes so, give so you a bit an old,
1: answer. So many old tradies get indoctrinated into, like, if you're an apprentice, you be quiet and you yeah. <laughs> speak when spoken to and all that sort of stuff. Like, I don't know if it's the same in your industry as well, Corey, but...
0: No, yeah. it's, it, it, it's probably a bit better in an office environment. Well, I guess from what I've, I've experienced, but... um where i've been so it just been about culture so it's you don't want to go to a place where you're just getting told this is what you do do it get paid get out like you actually want to enjoy going that's when you start to come up with new ideas and challenge already in place processes
2: you a little bit like you want to be there yeah exactly change yeah exactly
1: now obviously uh massive portion of our um podcast ideas uh to checking on your mates and have that mental health but another one is definitely fun so if you would um, tuned into one of our previous episodes i think it was episode three jakey with yep. jakey was the one that we called up oh, two. You know, episode uh, two episode two yep. uh, had, had plenty to say on the topics of um fighting animals so i actually wanted to see if you've stumbled across this little little gem on the internet And it's, um, animal, animal fighting scenarios. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, it's a Facebook page if anyone wants to have a look, but I just thought I'd throw a couple out to you and if you can give me, um, who would win and why. So 32 goats versus four crocodiles and it's mountain ranges raining slightly.
2: Um, it's a waiting game. It's a waiting game. (laughs) Those crocodiles just sit at the bottom, line up. No, (laughs) it's. Easy crocodiles. That, that,
1: that was pretty. That was pretty. Um, pretty quick answer. I like it. He looked at this website. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this website. <laughs> Created by Jake Gould, yeah. admin. admin. Uh, eight ibises versus one hundred and sixty-three blue tongue skinks. Park terrain, long grass.
2: Okay. Um, I can see this going both ways. But I'm going to go with the Ibis. Because yeah. I, I mean, don't believe they eat meat, do they? The, the
1: blue tongue lizards?
2: Yeah. I'm not really sure. The skinks. They're <laughs> only the little ones, aren't they? Oh. Or are they're the blue tongue lizards. It was li- blue tongue lizards and they're winning. Okay. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the weight. All right, two more quick ones. Um, this, is, this is one that
1: Amy and I were arguing about the other night, and it's one bear versus a thousand rats.
2: <sighs> thousand rats. It's a tough one. Thousand rats. Yeah, mm. a lot of rats are gonna yeah. die. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's large casualties. But they're gonna they're gonna eat into that bear. That's <laughs> a lot. A thousand rats
0: would swarm, together
2: like swarm. Yeah, and, and taking little chunks out everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: But then you think even if that like even if that bear falls over, that's taken
2: out at least three hundred.
0: But then that's when he falls over there on
2: top. Yeah, if he's falling over, he's done. The, you're going to sacrifice a couple to <laughs> yeah. get the not, everyone, <laughs> not everyone's making it out of this a lot. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the
1: army mentality. No, that's fair. And last one, one bat versus the entire world, Chinese wet market conditions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get cancelled. I don't want to get you cancelled. Cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, now, we can jump onto a couple of questions that we've asked all our guests so far, so... Or if you want to take it away
0: yep so first one is that we ask everyone your favourite failure um, whether it has benefited you or if you just want to roast on yourself favourite
2: failure there's been so many <laughs> <laughs> um I'm probably going through it now with the whole business side of things so I I feel I was so close to giving in because like um I don't know, I feel like being so close to the the point where I could have thrown it in and then deciding not to, like it, so it ended up being a good thing. But mm. that's been the most, um, the biggest change, like, thing for my life would be from going from thinking that it's over and, and then turning that into something good. So mm. so I'd say
1: that. Kind of like reigniting the passion. For yeah, it. reigniting
2: yeah. the passion. Um, I couldn't think of the, like my biggest failure off the top of my head. Other than that, no, that that's, that's so relevant in my mind right yeah. now. Cool. Yeah, cool. Right, that's cool. Um, if you had a billboard that everyone could see, what would you have on it? Um, the photo that me and your brother Reese got at the wedding, face to face, fists up. <laughs> that's a good photo. I thought yeah. you were going to talk about the one where you guys are kissing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that would just stay in my bedroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. No, that's awesome. Well, yeah, it's obviously so good to hang out with you. And um, get to hear this story as well. Um, I think so many people are going to benefit, and the fact that you're aiming to be like Brad is awesome. But I think by doing this and just by talking and and um, reaching out to other people about how you feel, you actually are becoming that already. So that's mm. that's awesome. And yeah, we we love it. We are always mm. welcome around here yeah. anytime. No, that's been fun. Just been before we fun.
0: wrap it up, um, was it Sick Lads?
1: That, sick the group? Lads. Yeah, yeah, the group. Or so uh, yeah,
0: if anyone needs to. Join a yeah. support group.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And any of those ones, we'll actually we'll throw a few on the um episode notes of any mental health awareness um charities and just links in general. If you're feeling like you need a chat, you can always DM us as well. We're up for it. So yeah, appreciate uh, the time.
2: Also, quickly, um, the next charity thing that not charity but um challenge thing, I reckon we do all do something for the Live Fearless yep. one, which is the Cranes one at mm-hmm. the end of the year. A similar thing. I forget what it is exactly. It might be like 100 k's, or you can nominate how many k's you got to do in that month. But you set a goal and you try and achieve that. So yeah. Yeah. That same it. group could all get around. And yeah. Sick. Raise some money.
1: Oh, appreciate you coming down thank tonight,
2: you. Jakey. Yeah. No, thank you, boys. It's been really good. <laughs>